Hi, everybody. Wow, this is so exciting. Welcome to Movie Cinema Film, the podcast from the Rhino Comedy Podcast Network with myself, Leah, and Jordan, who unfortunately isn't with us today. He has been really busy. He decided to create a replica of the barn from the 2003 horror classic, The Ring. So he's just been you know, being the craftsman that he is, and he couldn't make it today. But I have some just mind-boggling, exciting news about about my day the other day. So I was in the city hanging out, you know, uh, in the West Village, and I, I was sitting in a coffee shop, and I noticed this attractive man sitting in the corner with his turmeric latte and I don't normally do this but I had to say something because this person is perfect to be on our Oscar predictions episode because he himself is a multiple Oscar nominee so I mean if you don't know who this person is you've been living under a rock but he's the star of such incredible films as The Hangover Silver Linings Playbook, American Hustle, and of course, he directed, co-wrote, uh, stars, sings, and 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 acts. Of course, in in the wildly popular and successful film, A Star Is Born. Bradley Cooper, thank you so much for doing this. Hey. Oh my God, I just I, hey. I'm sorry. Hi. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Sorry, I just I'm, wanted to look at you. Oh, thanks. I'm just so I'm starstruck because, you know, it's not every day we have an Oscar nominee up here in the podcast penthouse. So. Well, I'm just like other people. Right. I know. I know. I know. That's yeah. I just I like to drink a little bit more than other people. Yeah. So we have we have water here. We're not um gonna indulge in anything else. Don't I worry. I brought my own bottle of whiskey with me. Oh no. Because I figured. It would be needed to get through this interview. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I understand. Of course, you you must be so stressed out with all of your, uh, you know, promoting the movie and the campaigning and all of that. Yeah, it's just been really hard to keep in character. Mm-hmm. I stole this voice from Sam Elliott, mm-hmm. and I've just kind of been having to do the press tour as this Jackson Maine type character, mm-hmm. this Jackson Maine type feller. Right. Yeah, and I mean, you obviously deserve to win the Oscar. What do you think about uh, Rami Malek's been winning a lot of them, uh, a lot of the other awards? He won the SAG Award. Uh, he won, uh, you know, a Golden Globe. What, what do you think about that? Are you going to win? Uh, I'd be surprised if I didn't win. Me too, me too, yeah. Because uh, Rami Malek is playing somebody who, who wasn't playing real rock music. Oh, Okay, so 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 you think that your character in A Star Is Born is a more authentic rock musician than Freddie Mercury? I'm just saying that Queen wasn't the type of rock music that I listened to. Right. Back where I'm from. Right. Okay. Uh, and Rami Malek, he didn't even do the singing. That's. I spent months and months preparing to do the singing for this part. Right. That's true. Yeah. He he did lip sync in Bohemian Rhapsody. So. Yeah, uh, so what was it like working with Lady Gaga? Wow. I'll tell you one thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say that she's not beautiful. Well, 
I'm not like those people. Yeah. I think that Lady Gaga is beautiful. And I was able to see that she really was a beautiful person. And being that she is so beautiful, and I was able to see that, I decided to put her in a film about people who don't realize that they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's a problem affecting women nowadays. It is, yeah. Is that they don't know that they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. And they need a drunk, washed-up star like myself to let them know. Right. Yeah, I, I, I'm really sorry for taking her number out of your phone uh, while you were in the bathroom. I, uh, I, I put it back. So... Uh, another thing I was wondering is, you know, I don't want to get too into your private business, but I was wondering if you've ever suffered. Hey. Y- yeah. Hey. Yeah. I just wanted to look at you. Oh, God. Thank you. I'm, yeah. Every time you look at me like that, I get a little like butterflies on my stomach. <laughs> I know this is a podcast, so people can't really see what you look like. Mm-hmm. But. You're beautiful. Thank you so much, Jax or Bradley. Sorry, you're you're so. Oh my God, you're so such a talented actor. I literally just was like thinking that you were Jackson Maine. That was amazing. Yeah, that was kind of the tough part about taking the role. Yeah, that I kind of had to become Jackson Maine. You did. You 100% did. You you deserve the Oscar. I, I know on previous podcasts, I I might have said that I didn't think you were. Uh, as good of an actor or as good looking as some other people but that was because I was talking behind your back and now that you're here in person I'm I, I feel differently you're, you're amazing Bradley thank you so much for for being here yeah to be honest with you I didn't know if I was gonna let myself live to this interview oh but I figured that you were worth it because you're beautiful thank you so much thank you yeah I related to to Allie in the movie because you know it's so hard to make it in show business I'm an actress I don't know if you knew that by me giving you my headshot and resume but I also sometimes I'm criticized like oh you're too this you're too that you're not you're not pretty enough for this part but you're too pretty for this part or you're too skinny or you're too fat or it you know you're too short it's like everything so hey yeah I just wanted to look at you (laughs) thank you I feel so so um self-conscious right now because you're really looking I'm at thinking me. about making my next movie oh wow what it's a story about an actress who thinks that she's not beautiful oh my god but there's really? an older actor who's been in a couple of films that had wild successes mm-hmm. mainly the hangover american hustle silver linings playbook loved Invincible, all those uh, masterpieces yes uh and he takes this young actress under his wing mm-hmm. and says to her, you are beautiful. And oh. he loves her for for the good values that she has, like her beauty. Thank you uh, for saying, I mean, not that you're talking, about, I know you're not talking about me, you're probably talking, I mean, you probably have Gaga no, lined up I, for. I, I want to I cast you in the production. Oh my gosh, I would love to audition. Are you serious? You don't have to audition. <laughs> You just letting me look at your face was audition enough. (laughs) Oh, my God. Are you serious, Bradley? I couldn't be more serious. Oh, my God. I would love to. I accept the part. I just wanted to say, you're beautiful. Thank you. (laughs) And that's why I think you should star in this film. Oh, my God. Because talent is not a parameter. Right. Oh, Right, but I'm talented. Ta- I'm talented. I, yeah, I promise. No, I'm really. I I can act for sure. Yes, but you're beautiful. That okay? That's more important. You're right. Yeah. 
I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, no, looks are more important than anything, so. Exactly. That's why I made a star is born, to tell people that they are beautiful, and that's the reason that they should be loved, is Mm -hmm. because they're beautiful, Mm -hmm. not because of their values or how they treat people. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, you and Gaga both look so beautiful in the movie, like, even when your face is all red and splotchy, like it is now, you still are the most handsome man I've ever seen. I didn't have a stunt guy. Uh, I, I I did all what? the drinking myself. Oh, my God. I just wanted to be in character. You're so dedicated. If you're listening, Academy, you you better, I mean, I guess maybe they voted already, but you, you, you should have voted for Bradley because he needs to win this Oscar. I mean, you've been nominated also, so many times. Also, I, I want to say a statement. Yes. Oh, we have an official statement from Bradley Cooper. If if Christian Bale goes on to win my Oscar. Mm -hmm. It's yours, yeah. That's just going to be a shame to this country. I agree. I agree. Dick Cheney was an amazing politician. And he really fought for our American values. And for you all not to see that, Mm -hmm. you're just... You're just in your own little bubbles, your own little liberal bubbles. Right. And I, Bradley Cooper, just want to pop your liberal bubble. That's why I was in American Sniper, so that I could shoot down all your liberal bubbles and give you a taste of the medicine that you give rural America. We're coming for you, liberals. Uh Oh, Jordan. Oh, my God. I thought you were building your barn. Hey. Can you believe I was so sitting here? Oh my god! Well, grab a mic. Yo, what's up? Hey! Oh my god, Jordan. Uh, did you have? Did you have you met Bradley Cooper before? Uh, I I have not met him before. This is kind of quite the experience. Yeah, he uh, he was just getting into some. Hey. Uh, hey, Bradley. Sorry. Uh, hey. So, this is Jordan, my my amazing co-host. He's so talented. Hey. I just wanted to look at you. <laughs> he keeps saying that because he's. I'm going to be in his new movie, which is going to be A Star Is Born, except with an actress. So. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna go on to win Oscars. Mm-hmm. Multiple Oscars, yeah. Hey, uh, Jordan. I I just wanted to let you know that you're beautiful, <laughs> and if anybody tells you that you're not beautiful, well, they don't want to be my friend. That's mm. for sure. Wow, isn't doesn't he have such a warm presence? Like I just, I'm just feel so much love from you right now, Bradley. Bradley, I can't, I can't believe you would say something like that to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of stunned and shocked. Yeah, Jordan actually said on a previous episode that he wanted to sleep with you. So I don't know if, like, what you think about that. All right, I'm off to, to go sit in my garage for a little bit. Okay, don't hang yourself. Wow. <laughs> That was pretty pretty crazy. How did you get Bradley Cooper on the show? Bye, Bradley. Love you. See you on on the set. Um, Yeah, he, you know, I ran into him uh, at at Sweet Corner Bake Shop. Oh, I love that place. I've never seen him there. I've never seen him there either, except for this one time. (laughs) And he, you know, I told him that you were busy making the barn. And, uh, you know, he he was really sympathetic to that. And he came on the podcast to, to fill in for you. Yeah, it's kind of wild. I'm like, I'm still kind of stunned that he was here. I know. Uh, also, maybe he's trying to gain some weight for a new role. 
Oh. Maybe he's like going for a heavyweight boxing role or something. Yeah. Has he I done his boxing movie yet? Um, I don't know, but I think, you know, he's he's kind of seeing how Christian Bale, every time he gains weight, loses weight, he's nominated for an Oscar, he might win, so I think maybe he's like, he's lost a lot of awards at this point for A Star is Born. That is pretty wild that Christian Bale is just going to win an Oscar for getting fat. Well, let's get into it, because this is our Oscar predictions episode, whoop, whoop. where we're going to No spoilers tonight. No spoilies at all. I guess there was the Star is Born spoiler. Well... <laughs> Or maybe not. I don't know. Mm? Anyway. So, yeah, we are going to give our opinions on the 2019 Oscar nominations and who might possibly win this year. I have not... Oh. What? I, I was just going to say I made an executive decision, and we're going to go from the bottom of the list of nominations. Okay. So we're going to go with the more technical awards first and then we're going to get into the fancy awards later fantastic so then we don't have to uh dilly dally too long on the technical awards i love that get really fancy and verbose i love that so i i have not been really thrilled with this year's uh award season it's been so strange it's been trash <laughs> it's been absolute and utter trash i was trying to be nice about it but uh <laughs> The fact that Green Book is still in the conversation. <laughs> okay, see, I still love Green Book. It's so. a good film, but, like, I don't know. It's not the best of the year. I think that is nonsense. No, it's not, like, the best movie of the year. I agree with that. But what did it – didn't it win the Producers Guild Award for Best Picture, though? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it did. Yeah, and speaking of our friend uh, Bradley, he – shockingly or maybe not so shockingly lost the first feature award at the dgas to bo burnham which i thought was awesome yeah fuck yeah bo burnham yeah i mean we're gonna get to talking about bo burnham i'm sure he's if we haven't already released our top films of the year episode yeah he deserved i actually think like i mean well don't tell bradley that i said this but i think he deserved it you know over bradley hell yeah frick yeah yeah sorry b coops yeah Shall we get started? Absolutely. Oh, is that Bradley texting? No, it's not Bradley texting. Oh. <laughs> we we have Remy Malik in the studio <laughs> in the podcast penthouse. Oh my god, this is This is not happening. This is so crazy. I love you, Remy. Oh my god. I'll go let him in. Okay, great. Oh my god. This is such a crazy day. Can't even, Rami! Oh my God, you! Wow, you look great. Hi, I'm Leah. Oh, hello, Leah. Hi. <laughs> you look wonderful. <laughs> I am you. so freaking happy <laughs> that I get to meet you on this day. Thank you. It is wonderful. I've been making the rounds oh. all around, all around the awards branches. This is amazing. And Don't it's been fabulous. Did you run into Bradley Cooper on the way out? Oh, Bradley Cooper, he's a real friend of mine. Oh, I just enjoy him. Yeah. He's always so nice and pleasant when I get to see him. Wow. Oh my god, this is so exciting. So, uh We like to talk about music when we see each other. Really? You must know a ton about Queen, obviously. <laughs> Sorry, oh, I'm, I'm just been embodying Freddie Mercury. They even left the teeth in for me. Oh my! They look great. You thank you, just keep thank them. you. Uh, they're the prosthetics that I'm hoping will win me the Academy Award. Oh my! 
my God. Pro- I think that you're going to win, Rami. I, I don't want to skip ahead in our predictions, but we're actually doing an episode right now about who we think is going to win each award. So Oh, I'll definitely go and win. Really? Because uh, I actually uh, got my friend Mr. Robot mm-hmm. to uh, hack the awards button. Wait, are you, are you serious? You're revealing that right now? Oh, I... Oh, is this not a deposition? No. Uh, well, we we had Bradley Cooper make a uh, uh, um, a a pro <laughs> uh, pro conservative anti liberal political statement, and and now we have you claiming that you've hacked the Oscars. Oh, I I hacked the Oscars because I had to. Oh. I had to hack the the Oscars. Yeah. And that was the thing that needed to be done. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah. It was the right thing to do because this is a powerful story about a gay icon, mm-hmm. a bisexual icon, yeah. Brian Singer. He directed this film yeah. and he should be applauded for all the work he did. I could not get along with him while I was on the set, but he is a true artist uh, and he really paved the way for gay artists all over the world. Um, I- and I don't, um, Rami, I think that uh, we, we thank you so much. We got your statement and I think, hey, Jordan, can you, um, can you get the mic? Because, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, what's up? Uh, can you just take, thank you, Rami. We'll, but good luck. We'll see you on TV. Bye. It's Uh, wild that he still has the teeth in. I know he's, he was like, he's not really British. So I guess he's just like, just like Bradley, like he's just being his character until the awards air well they want to seem really authentic for all of the awards voters who listen to our podcast right that was like really bad he was kind of praising well you know he was totally praising brian singer really yeah after all that's come out yeah no he said that they did have a fight but that like he was a gay icon and he's paved the way for um a lot of gay people like i thought he was talking about freddie mercury but then he specified he said very clearly brian singer so Oh shit! We're gonna have to edit that out. Yeah, I, yeah, and yeah, and Bradley made this crazy like political statement. I mean, this is just like a wild day. So, oh wow. Okay, so <laughs> we let's... don't have any other best actor noms who come through the studio. Oh, I mean, who knows who'll show up at this point? I, I mean, this just has been insane. So, where do I want to start with? Uh, let's categories? go with visual effects. Great. Okay, so let's see. The nominees are Avengers: Infinity War. Christopher Robin, First Man, Ready Player One, and Solo, A Star Wars Story. I don't really know anything about this field. I've only seen (laughs) one of these films on this list, First Man. My dream is that First Man wins. I also saw Ready Player One. I wasn't a fan of that movie, but it had... How were the effects? Oh, it had stunning visual effects. There's an entire scene that's based on The Shining which was one of my favorite scenes of the year, even though I didn't, I wasn't crazy about the movie as a whole, but the visual effects are awesome. It's on HBO Go now, I think, for people yeah, who I mean, want to watch it. Give it a watch. Like I, That one sequence is amazing, and also the King Kong stuff I really like, too. Avengers Infinity War, I I mean, I, I didn't love it. I, I, I'm not a big Marvel person, but I love the first Avengers, and I like the second one. This one, I just wasn't on board for, and... The visual effects, I guess, like, I, I don't know. I'm so bad at this kind of... I think Ready Player... Does Ready Player One win? Well... Was that Spielberg? Yeah, it is Spielberg. But what I was going to say is my fantasy is that First, first Man, Man wins. wins. Maybe for, maybe First Man wins. Should we document all of our predictions somewhere? 
So that we have them in writing? Yeah, I need to bet money. Okay, well, I'll keep this up on a Google Keep note, and I'll share it with Leah. I don't know who's going to... Honestly, like, I'm... Well... Uh, I haven't seen Christopher Robin either. I haven't seen Solo. I heard it was terrible, but who knows how the effects were. I was shocked that Black Panther won visual effects at the the BAFTAs. I could have seen Black Panther winning visual effects. I feel like they created a universe. Yeah, but I don't know if you remember, but there was a lot of criticism about specifically the visual effects. like That, that there were some scenes where they were spectacular and some scenes where they were really lacking and no one really understood why. Yeah. So. Well. But it's not nominated, so whatever. I'm going to say First Man. Cool. Um, First Man or Ready Player One? Well, you have to make a pick. First Man. So then I'll go Ready Player One. Cool. Cool. Our first prediction of the day. Jordan with Ready Player One. And Leah with her pick. First Man. Stay tuned, guys, because we're going to do our top 20 of 2018. That might have even come out before this episode. We're at the same time <laughs> as this know. episode. We're recording two in one time. All right. Let's go to costume design. All right. Which the I nominees. feel like is the f- funnest one this year. Oh, it's, it's, yeah, it's a good one. A lot of different things going on. So the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, costume designer Mary Zoffries. So that's Old West. There's Black Panther, Ruth E. Carter. So that's a lot of beautiful African designs. The favorite, Sandy Powell, which, uh, you know, is... She's double nominated. Yeah, she's also nominated for Mary Poppins Returns. And Mary Queen of Scots, Alexandra Byrne. So I... I, uh, This is going to go to the favorite 100%. This is something I'd actually like to see Black Panther win, though, because I I thought those, those... Especially the the dresses and all the war like the African warrior wear was really beautiful. Yeah, no, I think I also agree with you that it'll probably be the favorite since she's double nominated. I feel like that's just kind of a default. Like they're gonna give it to her, especially mm-hmm. in a, a technical category. Yeah, it also won the BAFTA. Uh, but I don't know. Wait, but BAFTA recognized Black Panther for other things. I don't know. Yeah, it could be interesting. It also could be a way that Academy voters are like, this is where we give Black Panther a win because they probably are going to find ways to not give it wins in other categories. I don't know. I would say the favorite if I had to bet. Yeah, I think I'm going to go safe pick the favorite also. Mm-hmm. All right. Sorry for being boring, listeners. I mean, the Oscars are boring. Like, <laughs> yeah. do you want to talk about some of this insane controversy? They've just been fucking up and then backpedaling over and over all year. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Oscars, is, they're fucking up so much. <laughs> I don't know. They Like, it, it's just stupid. The Oscars is just stupid in general. Like, obviously, if somebody wanted to give me an Oscar, I would be down for it. But that's how I feel, too. Like, as an actress... That's not a goal for me, but it's also not not a goal, obviously. <laughs> but it's like it'd be one of those things where if I was anywhere near that level of success and I was in the conversation, that to me is winning. Like everybody who walks through the door at the Oscars has won the lottery of life. So who even cares <laughs> if you win? If you're even cons- if like one thing I was saying on uh, Oscar, like when the nominations came out, people get so mad. They're like, this should have been nominated. And this should have been nominated. And I'm like. 
if anyone was even brought up as a possibility of a nomination, they they won the lottery like 25 times. To be able to even get there is crazy. So it's whatever. This is true. This is true. Uh, what category is next? Makeup and hair, Vice, Border, and Mary, Queen of Scots. I Mary, mean, Queen of Scots, notorious for making uh, Margot Robbie ugly. <laughs> yeah. And Vice, notorious for making Christian Bale fat and ugly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, hands down, Vice is going to win this. There's no, absolutely yeah. no doubt. It's the same shit as, like, Darkest Hour. It's literally, we just have a repeat of Darkest Hour from last year. Yeah. We're just going to vote the same exact way. About I'm, the same exact type of leader. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I don't... He's a different leader, but... Yeah, different... different. Loved war as much. Different guy there, but the same concept of this performance is so steeped in this makeup. I mean, this is one of the... Of course, like, any movie, hair and makeup is important, and of course, this was one of the categories that they were not going to air on uh, on the actual show. They were going to air it during the commercial break, but then there was a big outcry, and they've changed their mind again. They backpedaled. Do you think Mary Queen of Scots could upset? Absolutely not. No. Just for one <laughs> one person, basically, they're doing makeup for one person. Mm, That's basically. Well. Oh well, I guess it's hair too. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but I don't even. I mean, I, I I'm not the biggest fan of Ice, but it, it's a lock to me. All right, let's go on to the next lock, original song. Yeah, again, this is not even worth talking about. Unless they give it to the Pulitzer Prize winner, Kendrick Lamar. That would be awesome. One of my all-time favorite, speaking of rappers, uh, moments is when 3-6 Mafia won <laughs> for It's Hard Out Here for a Pimp, Hustle no, and Flow. It's Hard Out Here for a Pimp. Mm-hmm. That had... It, the money for the rent. I remember... Oh, John Stewart was hosting, who is one of my all-time favorite Oscar hosts. I don't know why they don't have him back. And he, like, because when 3-6 Mafia accepted their Oscar, they were so excited. Like, they didn't try to act cool or, you know, like, they didn't try to act so professional. And, and they were just, like, hooting and hollering and, like, they are so happy. And John Stewart was like, that's how you accept an Oscar. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> they had the best energy ever. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean... It's going to shallow. Hands down. There's no point in really. I'm sure Bradley Cooper could have told us that earlier. Yeah. I mean, at least he'll win something. He didn't write that song, though. So yeah, he, he did. He co wrote it with Gaga. Nah. It's Mark Ronson, Anthony Rosamondo, Andrew Wyatt, and Benjamin Rice. That's crazy because, yeah. you know what? I guess that she she's just like super nice because I've heard her multiple times say that, like, they wrote all the songs. She, like her and Bradley, like she would say that over and over again. So I guess he didn't get a writing credit for this one. But I felt like that was like a big part of their whole campaign was like Bradley does everything. Like he even wrote the songs. So I don't know. I wonder which ones he has credits on. But Honestly, yeah, I think which like he seemed a little drunk when he was in here earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they've probably I think they've kind of just realized that Lady Gaga is the horse that they need to bet on in this race and that it's not Bradley Cooper's year. Yeah, I mean, it's never, the thing is, is like, again, this is so stupid, because Bradley Cooper is one of the most successful actors of the past 10 years, like, he has, I mean, I don't want to say he has, 20, oh, yeah, I'm sure, yeah, 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 like, when was The Hangover? Well, that was 2009, 
Oh, it was 2000. But even with you saying 20, I mean, yes, he's still one of the most successful actors of the past 20 years. No, I would say 10 more, so. But but even so, because he's... Once he had the David O. Russell slide. But, yeah, like, he's been so repetitively nominated. I mean, it was like for a while he would just breathe and they would be like, oh, my God, that was incredible. Please, <laughs> please, Bradley, come to our ceremony. So, like, I don't know. I just don't... I just think it's so... So like so many people are saying over and over again, like he's losing so many awards. Like I saw that that tweet <laughs> that said after the after he lost to Bo Burnham, I saw a tweet that said at this point Bradley Cooper would lose the me category at the Bradley Cooper <laughs> awards. And I was like, okay, that's funny, but still, it's like who cares? He still made a also, great movie. Also, if you were to ask me three years ago who would make a better movie, Bo Burnham or Bradley Cooper, I would definitely say Bo Burnham three years ago. Really? Oh, definitely, 100%. Well, as a director. As a director, I would be like, yeah. Yeah. I would be like, Bo Burnham's a genius, and Bradley Cooper, like, we don't know his personality. We just know, like, how he acts and roles. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know that it was necessarily obvious that Bo Burnham would be a good director. I, I mean, you could tell he was, like, a smart person from his comedy. Yeah. But I honestly, like, even though I was never a huge fan of Bradley before, I I think that uh, the the experience that he has from being on set with so many brilliant directors. Well, I mean, he hasn't worked with them. Like, I, it's not like he's worked with, like, Marty or, you know, whatever. But, I, I mean, I has think... Has he, though? He probably has. No, he hasn't been in a Marty film, no. Hmm. So, I... His big thing was working with Clint Eastwood. That was his inspiration. And, yeah. But I, that experience, I think, of being on the set of many films that have been nominated for Oscars and watching directors direct, I think that's a huge thing. Same thing with... Uh, I'm going to talk about the movie Wildlife in our episode. Paul Dano, you know, he that was his first um, directorial effort. But I knew it would be good because when you think about, I mean, he's worked with so many incredible directors that you have to pick something. I mean, that's better to me than going to film school, you know. He also plays a lot of smarter characters, though. Yeah, totally. Like I feel, uh, did we have this conversation on the podcast or did I have this conversation off the podcast with somebody about Lakeith Stanfield? Oh, no. You, you, I feel like you bring him up. He's one of those people that we have to do a drinking game for. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, well, <laughs> I, I, I'm definitely going to talk about him on the top 20 episode. Mm-hmm. But, like, I was just having this conversation with somebody about how Lakeith Stanfield's roles are all, like, very similar. But they're all, like, very, like, leftist roles. And they're all very, like, smart, like, intellectual roles. Mm-hmm. And I feel like to play those roles well, he has to be a smart dude. Like, I bet he's a, he will be a great director if he starts directing one day. Just, like, from the way that he plays characters in Atlanta and Get Out and <laughs> uh, Sorry to Bother You. He's just operating at such a high level with, like, these niche, like, woke films, I guess you would call it. Yeah, just, I like, agree. He's very talented kind of just like Hollywood that's operating post Hollywood mm-hmm. that's just like oh we know that the past was bullshit we're gonna create films and television <laughs> that are like real <laughs> and mm-hmm. like people want to see but I feel like Bradley Cooper doesn't have that discerning palette like he I think he like <laughs> I think he like walked into roles that worked well like I think he was able to work well with David O. Russell because like he's very charismatic and David O. Russell has like quirky 
film ideas mostly mm-hmm. and i think that worked well like i think he's a very talented actor and obviously star is born is a great film and he did a great job on it but i don't think i would have been able to anticipate that he would have been that good yeah it was a wild card for me i was like i have no clue but yeah you're right like i don't know what kind of person bradley cooper is he's very to me like bland you know i feel that way about like joel edgerton also like I was, well, like he, like he has, like he has some smart film roles that he takes and like some deep shit. But like he also does like random stuff. Mm-hmm. And like I Boy really Erased was a very blah film. Like it wasn't like it was very auteur based or anything. <laughs> yeah, I really liked Joel Edgerton in when he was in Great Gatsby. Oh, I don't think I saw him or saw that. I love his fight with Leo on that really hot day. It's, su- I it's just, it's a I, I really like that uh, adaptation. But that's another story for another day. Original so. score, a oh. fun category. We have Isle of Dogs, Alexandra Desplat. Um, we have oh, where is this? Uh, Nicholas Bertel. Nicholas Patel, where did it go? It like disappeared off of my thing. I'll oh, original score. Oh, cool. Nicholas Patel, if Beale Street could talk, Black Panther, Ludwig Goranson, Goranson, uh, Black Klansman, Terrence Blanchard, and Mary Poppins Returns, Mark Shalman and Scott Whitman. I am gonna give it Beale, give it to Beale Street. I mean, Same. I loved that score. Uh, it's a shame First Man wasn't nominated. That won the Globe. Was that Justin Hurwitz? Yes. Yeah. I I really like the First Man score, but Beale yeah. Street is amazing. I don't I don't remember what's predicted to win this. It would be funny. It would be interesting if Black Panther won, because Ludwig was like childish Gambino's producer. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's definitely hip hop. Producing kind of, but didn't it, that wasn't that Black Panther? Yeah, it was Black Panther. Did you say Black Klansman? Oh my bad, <laughs> Black Klansman. My bad. They're right next to each other on the screen that I'm reading off of. Uh yeah, I think it's gonna be if Beale Street could talk as well. It's such a beautiful score. Since it's probably only gonna win maybe Best Actress if anything else. Well, supporting. Supporting, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, just listen to that score. If you're listening to this. It's just on Spotify. All of these scores are probably on Spotify. Yeah. Our podcast is nowhere near as good, so don't feel bad if you have to pause it for a while. He also did the Vice soundtrack, which wasn't nominated. He did? Sound Nicholas Bertel did the Vice score? Score, yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. All right. Production design. Black Panther, First Man, The Favorite, Mary Poppins Returns, and Roma. I think it's going to be the favorite. Yeah, that seems... Uh, I'm going to go Black Panther. Really? Why? I'm going to go with them creating a world. Yeah, they did. I don't know why I was so negative just then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like not the biggest fan of that movie. But yeah, I mean, I obviously like, I loved the Wakanda, everything about, everything about it. They created a nation from scratch they did first man also i love the like all the nuts and bolts (laughs) of the makeshift spaceships they were making but i don't think it's gonna win roma is also definitely a possibility there's a possibility roma just outright sweeps i think like it literally wins every single fucking thing it's nominated for but i would still bet the favorite on this one 
Yeah, the favorite is probably gonna win. I'll do Black Panther just to be, just to be kooky. <laughs> I like when you're kooky. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sound mixing. Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, First Man, Roma, A Star Is Born. Please God, I don't really. <sighs> First Man. I would love that, but no, I think it's gonna be Roma or Bohemian Rhapsody. It's gonna be First Man. Really? Is that what is that what's predicted? Like based um, on I I don't know. I haven't looked at predictions, but I think it's gonna be first man. I think they're gonna go with space noises. <laughs> Wait, is that sound editing or is that sound mixing? That was sound oh, mixing. Oh, I hate these awards because I'm like I don't even know exactly. Hmm. No, I'm going to say First Man for sound editing. Mm-hmm. Although Quiet Place could win that. But for sound mixing. So the so you're saying like you don't really know the difference? or Well, sound mixing is just like levels and shit. And like making shit, right? Yeah, it's well, like the sound... Sure you have a good score and like ambient. Noise. Well, the sound editor... It, well, I don't know. I don't know what's like more important, but the sound editor is like it. it it's like you would think that sound e the sound editor is also the mixer, but like the sound editing is like bringing all the different elements together. So like the dialogue plus you know the whatever whatever other sound. Like if there's you know like in the favorite, there's gonna be the two people talking, but then there's also gonna be like. The pitter patter of the little bunny feet <laughs> on the floor, and you know the ADR and all of that stuff. And then after that, like a like after all those individual elements are secured, that's when the sound mixer comes in and like molds it all together, right? I think so. Yeah. Am I right about that? <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, Maybe yeah, I should yeah. Google I it, but that, I think I think that's it. I always get confused, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. So, let's go with, hmm, hmm. yeah, what are you going with? I'm going to say, I think they're going to give it to Bohemian Rhapsody, Jordan. I was going to say that too. But, because mm. I feel like they're just going to be like, oh, the music, it was literally a musical, kind of. A Star is Born. Mm. A Star is Born had great Honestly had fantastic sound mixing But so did Roma Because you know Roma doesn't have a score So that that that's what they might do Because Roma doesn't even have a score so Oh so I'm going to go Star is Born for sound mixing And sound editing I'm going to go First Man Okay I think that's I think that's going to be my final choice I mm -hmm. think the Academy is going to reward Bradley Cooper Or his film Well he didn't do the sound mixing, so he's still not going to win. But he picked them. <laughs> he picked the person. Oh, man. All right. Sound editing. Bohemian Rhapsody. First Man. A Quiet Place. Roma. Black Panther. I'm going to go sound editing. Roma. Sound mixing. I don't know why I'm leaning toward A Star is Born for sound mixing. Because I picked it. Right, I just want to be more like you. <laughs> 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 so, 
So what's your so what did what did you say your final? It's gonna be is? first man for sound editing, and for sound mixing, we're gonna go Starsborn. Well, the Cinema Audio Society Awards uh, voted for Bohemian Rhapsody over A Star Is Born. Hmm. So are you going to change it based off of that? No. I'm still going to say Star Is Born sound mixing. And then sound editing. I'm going to go... It's going to be... It's gonna be. I don't. I don't know. Honestly, it could. I think they could do either. I wouldn't be surprised if it's Bohemian Rhapsody at all, and I also, I I, I wouldn't be surprised again if Roma like literally just sweeps. Yeah. Well, we're about to get to some Roma awards, probably. Yeah. Shall we go on to film editing? Editing. Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, Green Book, The Favorite, and Vice. What do you think, Jordan? Um, hmm. What do I want to win? It's always <laughs> different what you want to win, what you think is going to win, right? Yeah, no, it's like, it's a weird pool. It's a very weird pool of movies this year. <laughs> Let me just say something. I okay. guess Bohemian Rhapsody will probably win film editing. Let no, Black Klansman. Okay, let me just say that even... Let's erase all the other problems about Bohemian Rhapsody. Let's say Bohemian Rhapsody was the best movie of the year, okay? And that Brian Singer didn't direct it. It was directed by fucking Spielberg, okay? The editing in Bohemian Rhapsody being nominated for an Oscar is one of the funniest things I have ever seen in Oscar nominations. And I can't fucking believe that it was nominated. I don't think it's gonna win. I'm sure Vice is going to win. You think Vi- you think they're gonna give it to Vice? Do you yeah. think people liked it, and that's why Vice is there because of its like non-narrative weird shit? Yeah, I think they're gonna give it to Vice for sure. I wouldn't vote for Vice. I would vote for in this category. Was I crazy about any of this editing? I mean, I probably would pick Black Klansman in this out of these five, or the favorite. I thought the favorite. Um, I thought the favorite really kind of glided along nicely green book i don't remember anything like bad or good about the editing it was so maybe that means it deserves to win right because i didn't notice it was just kind of a movie like it was a, i i like the movie so to me it was just a good movie but yeah I, I would say definitely it's going to vice i might switch over to vice yeah i guess i'll switch over to vice for my prediction play it safe mm-hmm all right. Should we just skip over best foreign language film? I mean, it's it's, be Roma. it's 100% going to be Roma. All right. Cool. Best live action short film, which I actually saw all of these. I did not see any of the shorts at all. So, Jordan, take it away. I think Skin is probably going to win because they're adapting it into a feature already. And I think it, I'm not positive. I think it went to Sundance. Uh, there's a lot of, like, children doing horrific things movies cool um yeah you sh- you guys should definitely go out and see the best live action shorts or the best animated shorts because uh i feel like short films get overlooked and it's rare that you get to watch them and they're in amc right now yeah i actually would like to commend you for going to see them because i feel like you're 
you're uh, showing that you're a true film fan by doing that. Yeah, I felt like I would go. They, it, some of them were tough to sit through. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. And yeah, they were pretty dark. Um, but they're. Mm, I think maybe. I'm trying to think. Was it Fav? Fav could win possibly. I don't know. What about documentary short subject? You see those? I did not see those. Me either. <laughs> um, We're gonna s- skip that. We'll just skip that prediction. Well, let's just take a prediction just for just for shits. Okay, let's say lifeboat. No, I changed my mind. A night at the garden. Director Marshall That's, Curry. You know what that is, right? No. Uh, is it Madison Square Garden? It's referencing Madison Square Garden. Oh, awesome! I actually don't know what it is though. Is it a basketball movie? I don't know. Something tells me it's not. Well, I feel like not... it was a Nazi rally. No. <laughs> Why do I feel like it was a Nazi rally? No, it's not. It's probably about basketball. It's probably like the Knicks or something. Like, look how much they suck. Yeah, I'm not too sure. I think it's funnier if we don't figure it out, and then we'll just find out eventually what it was actually about. All right. Um, Let's move on. Wait, you're going a night at the garden? Yeah. Um, I think I'll go a night at the garden, too. Awesome. I feel, feel confident about that. All right, best documentary feature, Free Solo, Hale County, This Morning, This Evening, Minding the Gap of Fathers and Sons and RBG. I think Free Solo is going to win. Yeah? Yeah. Did you see it? No, but I, I keep hearing so many great things. And it won the BAFTA. And I didn't, I only, the only other one I saw was RBG. I've been meaning to watch Minding the Gap, though. Yeah, I'm going to talk about Minding the Gap and our favorites of the year, probably. Yay. But, um, yeah, I would like Minding the Gap to win Hale County this morning, this evening. I think it just aired on PBS. I think you could watch it on PBS if they have a streaming service or something. Mm. So I might watch that. But, yeah, RBG, I didn't think it was a great documentary. I thought, like, RBG is dope, but... It wasn't, like, a great film. Yeah, I agree. It wasn't amazing. Um, but I still enjoyed it. Yeah. I would have liked to see the... I don't know. I saw... I mean, I saw so many documentaries that could have easily been in here rather than RBG. Like, even though, again, like you're saying, like, RBG's an awesome person. Yeah. The actual filmmaking of it. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually take... I'll take Minding the Gap. F- fuck it. Okay. I'm gonna say Free Solo. I think Minding the Gap had some... <laughs> Qualities that make it kind of timely and relevant. There's a lot of relationships be- like between fathers, sons, masculinity, and kind of abuse towards women also. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It could be an interesting film to show the complexities of all of that in a very slice of laugh <laughs> type, of laugh. type of film. Slice of laugh. All right. We're on to cinematography. Yes. We have... Cold War, Lucas Zal, The Favorite, Robbie Ryan, Never Look Away, Caleb Deschanel, Roma, and A Star is Born. Okay, let Matthew me just say Libetique. it. I haven't seen Never Look Away, so I'm going to excuse that. I love so much that uh, Quaron did his own cinematography. What a fucking well, badass. Caleb Deschanel, like, he's like the classic cinematographer, mm-hmm. and that's like why he's on there, because he's just like been nominated like eight times I think like he's one of the most decorated cinematographers I think I 
I, I, I think that undoubtedly this is going to go to Roma. Oh, 100%. I think there's no questions asked. If there's an upset, I would love for Cold War to win. Oh, my God. Was every shot of that movie absolutely spectacular and beautiful? Yeah, I started watching it. I didn't finish it, but it seemed beautiful. I need to watch it. Oh, my God. I, I loved it. I'll talk more about it. In another episode, but yeah, this is hands down going to Quaron. But really, I enjoyed all the cinematography in each movie here that I've seen. So, I mean, this is just a great category. And the fact that they were not going <laughs> to announce this live on the Oscars is so fucking insane. Like, come on. You're going to you're gonna do sound mixing and sound editing that, that, you know, the normal everyday person that just sees a few movies a year doesn't give a shit about, nor do they even know what it means. But you're not going <laughs> to show cinematography yeah <laughs> i'm so happy they changed their mind because that was insane bullshit anyway so i'm gonna go alfonso coran with caleb deschanel as the long shot mm-hmm. um, cool original screenplay green book is original screenplay yeah weird okay yeah, and, Roma Longa, and vice is also on there and first reformed in the favorite well, isn't it based off of a memoir or something? Or a book? Green Book? Well. It's not based off of the Green Book. No, but I think that, well, I thought that maybe Nick did write a book. But, yeah, you're right. I thought Nick wrote a book. But maybe he did, but this is not considered an adaptation of the book because maybe it was different. I don't know. I'll have to. Google that, but it's nominated for original, so What do you, you think go. is winning? What do I... know I... what you want to win. What do I want to win? You want First Reform to win. Of course. <laughs> That's why I said I know what you want to win. <laughs> I, I love how I acted mysterious there for a second. What do I think is going to win? I think Roma's going to win, hands down. I think Green Book has a possibility of winning. And... I am going to debate you and say that the favorite's going to win. Actually, yeah. I, that I'm going to change my... Okay. The favorite is the first choice of the Academy, I think. But yeah, I, I also think, think they could split. I think it could split Roma and the favorite and Green Book ends up winning. Also, it would be a good look for the Academy since they didn't nominate any female directors, and I think that's the only thing that has any women nominated in screenwriting. Are mm-hmm. there any other? You're right. Oh, I guess Can You Ever Forgive Me has a woman writer. Yeah, but it's not ori- It's not an original. I think, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm just looking at this one. I, I think that the favorite is going to win, because I feel like that is the strong suit of the favorite, definitely, is the acting and the script, right? I don't know. I think they love it. Like I think they love this movie across the board. I think in another in another year it would totally sweep if Roma wasn't around. Like I yeah. I I think that they really love this one. And I liked it too, you know. So whatever. But first performed all the way should win. It's not going to win. But the fact that it even got a nomination, I'm so happy about. I think that's fucking awesome. So yeah, we're both saying the favorite. No, I'm gonna say Green Book. Really? You think, think they you think gonna... they get split? Uh, I like. I want them to give it to the favorite, and I think that the favorite has a shot to win, but I think it's going to end up just going to Green Book because I think the Academy voters are morons. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you have it, no, everybody. No, no, we'll go the favorite. I'll, I'll make my final pick the favorite. Fuck it. So now we have adapted. Cool. A Star is Born. 
Bradley Cooper, Eric Roth, Will Fetters. If Beale Street could talk, Barry Jenkins. Can you ever forgive me, Nicole Hall of Center, and Jeff Whit Witty. Black Klansman, Charlie Watchell, David Rabinowitz, Kevin Wilmot, and Spike Lee, and The Ballad of Buster, Buster Scruggs. So I would love so much if Can You Ever Forgive Me won this. That would be so fucking amazing because that movie, I feel, is kind of underrated, even though it, it, it did get nominations and everything, but it deserves more. I don't know what wins this. I guess Black Klansman. Black Klansman. Maybe is they give Spike Lee with three white people. I'm nodding vigorously right now. Yes. <laughs> uh, Black Klansman is going to win this one. That's I, such a terrible look to give Spike Lee the adapted screenplay, but they're not going to give him director. Maybe. I would rather see Beale Street win. If yeah, for sure. I thought that was a beautiful script. Can you ever forgive me? Would be my personal pick, but what I think is actually going to win is Black Klansman. Yeah, I think that's a pretty safe bet right now. Okay, we have animated short. The only one I've seen is Bow. We have Animal Behavior, Bow, Late Afternoon, One Small Step, and Weekends. Are you just going to go Bow because you've seen it? <laughs> I mean, it's also Pixar, so I feel like that. Cool, Bow. <laughs> animated feature, we have Incredibles 2, directed by Brad Bird, Isle of Dogs, Wes Anderson, Mirai, directed by Mamoru Hasoda. Hasoda. Ralph Breaks the Internet, Rich Moore and Phil Johnston, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, Bob Parachetti, Peter Ramsey, and Rodney Rothman. Well, I think this one's a pretty safe lock with Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse at this point. Mm -hmm. I Absolutely. Don't, I don't really see anything coming out of anywhere. Yeah, and, and I, I didn't end up seeing that, but, like, okay, so many people love that movie so much. I still want to see it. I probably will see it soon. I, I don't really, I mean, I loved Isle of Dogs, but I don't think he needs to win this, you know? Yeah. Um, I haven't really been hearing people talking about it, really, either. I'm excited for Spider-Man to win, because I just think that's really cool. Yeah. We're going to take a quick, quick break for capitalism. All right, everybody. Stay tuned for these words. Are we on? And we're back. Hi, everybody. We're on Best Director at the Academy Awards. Yay. Nominations are Spike Lee for Black Klansman, Pavel Pavlkowski with Cold War, Yorgos Lanthimos for The Favorite, Alfonso Coran, Roma, and Adam McKay with Vice. And the winner is Alfonso Cuaron for With Roma. Roma, the most beautiful film of the year. That was my favorite song from the film. So I had previously predicted that Spike Lee was going to win, but I think it's going to be Cuaron. He's won so many other major awards. He won direct. I mean, he won the Golden Globe. He won the BAFTA. He won, I think, also a Critics' Choice. Not that that one matters, uh, but <laughs> he's won Directors Guild. So yeah, I would say it's going it's to Quaron. Pretty locked. All right, on to supporting actress Amy Adams for Vice, Marina Di Tavira, Roma, Regina King, If Beale Street Could Talk. Emma Stone, the favorite, and Rachel Weisz, the favorite. 
So I'm going to say it's going to be Regina King. Seems is cool. This is so easy. <laughs> We're going to get you guys out of here real quick with all of our predictions. <laughs> and then we're going to go to supporting actor. Do we even need to do it or Well, I do want to do it because it, uh, well, first of all, the nominees are Mahershala Ali, Green Book, Adam Driver, Black Klansman, Sam Elliott, A Star is Born, Richard E. Grant, Can You Ever Forgive Me, and inexplicably Sam Rockwell for Vice. So, uh, Mahershala is going to win this award. He's won yes. every other award, but I think that Richard E. Grant gave the performance of the year and Can You Ever Forgive Me. His performance is my favorite performance in any film this year, whether it's supporting, lead, whatever it is. And I keep seeing so much support for him online and he's just like such a lovely person. Like he's kind of become a thing with film Twitter. Like everyone's always retweeting him and just like showing how adorable he is and how excited he is and grateful. And he really blew me away when I saw the film, which I'll talk more about in our top I'm 2018, but if he stole this, I would literally scream. Like, I know I said I don't care about the Oscars, but every once in a while there's a moment that just makes you go like, yes, for instance, 3-6 Mafia <laughs> winning. And this would be like on that level where I would just be so ecstatic. That said, Mahershala Ali is amazing. I just think he won uh, just a couple years ago for a much better performance. Not that this is a bad performance in Green Book. It was a great performance, but... It's the only reason the film is tolerable. Does he really need to win again? You know? No. But he's he's won every other award, and I'm happy for him because he's amazing, but I just wish so much this would go to Richard E. Grant. And I also absolutely loved Adam Driver in Klansman, and I loved Sam Elliott in A Star is Born. So besides Rockwell, who's someone who I normally adore... I thought his his performance in Vice was subpar, uh, but it, otherwise I think this is an amazing category, and I, I wish they get a little more creative uh, than just giving it to Mahershala again. But I don't think that's going to happen. So it does seem like they're going to kind of don him as like the next great American actor in a lot of ways. Yeah, that's my uh, diatribe there. But I mean, the same thing happened with Christoph Waltz. You know, he won. True. He won uh, in such quick succession. Uh, you know, his Tarantino films so truth all right we're on to lead actress L L yeah Yelitsia <laughs> Aparicio Roma Glenn Close the wife Olivia Coleman the favorite Lady Gaga a star is born and Melissa McCarthy can you ever forgive me so Glenn Close is gonna win the wife <laughs> uh Olivia could possibly steal it, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think they're going to yeah, give it to Glenn Close. Close. This isn't just a, this isn't just for this movie. This is going to be a career nomination and win. I think. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I cool. mean, it's her seventh nomination with no wins. Yeah. No, she has it. She her performance is great in it. Obviously, probably not her best, but who wins for their best performances? <laughs> Literally, like no one. Maybe Remy Malik for lead actor. Mm, okay. We've got Christian Bale, Bradley Cooper, Willem Dafoe, Remy Malik, and Viggo Mortensen. Let me just say that uh, all five of these performances. Well, I, I I actually didn't see it at Attorney's Gate yet. I really surprisingly liked the trailer. I normally hate trailers. I thought the trailer was pretty powerful. My boyfriend hated this movie, so that's kind of why I've been like, eh, not too much dying to watch it. But I love Willem Dafoe to death. His performance in the Florida Project was one of my favorites last year, so I was really disappointed when he won uh, when he lost for that. 
I don't think he's going to win, but it would be awesome if they did kind of the same thing they're doing with Glenn Close, where it's like he, you know, he's such a prolific actor, so many amazing performances over the years, and they just kind of give it to him more for his career than this one movie. That said, I don't think it's going to happen. Bradley, you know, our, our guest today, I was never a huge fan of. I thought he was great in A Star is Born. Rami Malek, again, I mean, you can't, I I mean, I guess some people are now denying it, but I don't think you can really deny the skill involved with his performance, even if you hate the movie. And then Vigo, so many people trash him to death, but as I've said multiple times on this podcast, he gave one of the most authentic performances I've ever seen. So that said, I think it's going to go... It's definitely either Rami Malek or Christian Bale. I think it's going to be Rami Malek. Yeah, I mean, he won... I hope it's not Christian Bale. He won the SAG... I can't see another fat suit Oscar. (laughs) Yeah, he won the SAG, the BAFTA. And that's not saying I don't want to see somebody who is a little on the heavier side win an Oscar, but... No, someone who's naturally heavier and always heavy, that's fine. But, like, we're tired of the <laughs> gaining and losing and gaining and losing. Here's the thing. Of course, Christian Bale was fantastic in this role. He's fantastic in every role. He is one of the most talented actors probably ever, right? Like, everyone knows that. No, no one's sitting here saying Christian Bale sucks. It's just that, like, we're over it. Like, I'm over the the performance that's led by the makeup and the weight gain and, and that kind of stuff. You know, I want I want stuff that's a little bit more real, you know, and for me... You know, Rami had those big teeth and everything, but like yeah. Besides his problematic views, um, Rami Malek is pretty, pretty golden. Right. We're sorry if he offended anyone, you yeah, guys. I was not expecting Rami Malek to go out and defend Brian Singer on the podcast. No, that I, was really screwed up. Yeah, and I mean Bradley, I had at least like run into and and met prior to this. Uh, apropos of nothing, Rami Malek came over to Maria's house where we're currently recording. So that was crazy. And I mean, I guess. Bradley invited him you know who knows maybe maybe Christian Bale's on his way I really don't know but this is this is a interesting category I really hope they don't give it to Christian I I would be excited to see Rami win just because he's a newer actor he's been less praised is Christian Bale won best actor only best supporting right for the fighter has Christian Bale won best actor no you're right he only won for the fighter yeah yeah so he probably wins. Fuck, I hate this. Damn. All no, right. We'll yeah, I don't know. I don't know, Jordan. Suit. Like, I mean, like I said, Rami did win the BAFTA and the SAG award. He's won. Uh, you know, I mean, they both won Golden Globes because they split the categories over there. But okay, let's go, Rami Malek. <laughs> Fuck it. Rami Malek, we're rooting for you. And now we're on to the worst category of the night: Best Picture. <laughs> Between Vice, A Star is Born, Roma, Green Book, The Favorite, Bohemian Rhapsody, Black Klansman, and Black Panther. I would say that it's going to Roma. I'm saying the same. Yeah. I I don't really see any way where the Oscars doesn't want its narrative being about a lower class Mexican woman in the time of Trump. I feel like that's that's the message they want. Of course. Oh, did you see those photos of her at the border? No. Yeah, she took a picture. She took pictures in front of the wall that's like currently there. And they were really powerful and she looked beautiful, but she also looked like exhausted and pained like the rest of us are. But of course, you know, it's her people that are being called rapists and being kept out because they're just so terrible. So... 
yeah, I mean, I can't imagine what that feels like. It must be a really crazy experience for her because especially because she wasn't even planning to be an actress and now she's nominated for an Oscar. So I think it's really awesome that she's using her platform that she suddenly has to, you know, create those powerful images that really say something. So Yeah, and I thought it was a beautiful film. I think it has lasting effects. Like, I think it was just an amazing work of cinema. And nothing else really had that like amazing power besides like maybe black panther i do think this is a lackluster list right for best picture like black panther was the spectacle of the year i guess and it was like the most (laughs) talked about film in the film that made the money and it came out at an odd time for oscars considerations um but i don't know i would be good with it if it went to roma I am not going to be okay with it if it goes to, like, Green Book, probably. I think that if not for all the backlash, Green Book would be a very, it would be almost, like, it would be very close. But, and also The Favorite is up there, too. It's just too old school. Like, it's just, like, not, our t- it's not, like, a film that we needed in our time right now. Like, you know what? It feels. Like, it doesn't feel like it's the film of our time. Like, Roma feels like it's a film of our time right now. Yeah. I really. Black Klansman and. Black Panther kind of feel like they're films of our time. The favorite feels like it's a film of our time. I'm just not a fan of Black Panther. Like, I don't get it. But uh, Black Klansman, I could see more. Obviously, like, you know, we just talked about that movie, so I won't even get into it. But That would be wild if it won. It would. I'd be, like, fine with it winning just because it's Spike, but obviously. Roma has to win because, yeah, like, what the fuck? <laughs> I think it just makes sense for the narrative that the Academy wants. Yeah, like it does. also considering they didn't nominate any women for like the major awards, it kind of probably is a good look to go with mm-hmm. a Mexican director. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's why that they're talking about being socially conscious, and then they just basically got a lot of like whitewashed stories. Mm-hmm. You know what? It's funny because when. Uh, the 2006 race I saw me and my boyfriend saw Moonlight together and I said it's going to win best picture and he goes I don't think they're there yet they're not going to win and I, it's not going to win and I said it's 100% going to win because they just got all that fucking shit that like no it wouldn't have won anyway it should be it, like I thought that that should have won best picture regardless of any controversy or any anything but they like people don't in general like in life people do not change until you catch them and call their ass out on something like that's just human nature i always say the best the best time to date a guy is after he cheated on another girl and lost her (laughs) because he's not gonna do that again you know what i mean like he like he had you have to have real consequences before you change right and that's what happened with the oscars people were like because a year before when it was just like you know just so whitewashed people were like this is fucking insane at this point right and so i knew that there was no way that they were not gonna pick moonlight and and i feel like it's it's the same thing now where like does roma is roma the best film out of these nominees yes it is absolutely like there's no doubt but that's not why it's gonna win because the oscars you know don't always pick the best film it's gonna win because of the 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 conversation going on right now in america it's gonna win because they they want to send a message we are standing with mexicans and mexican americans and more importantly we're standing with netflix right 
Thank you. <laughs> That's the real issue here, that people. That's the social statement of Roma. Thank that you, Jordan. The Academy needs to raise awareness about is that streaming services get a bad rap, even though they give artists work. I was so unfocused, and you just brought it right back to what's truly important, which is Netflix. Thank you. Yes, I, I'm a subscriber. Um, women's health. It has nothing to do with class. Not it at has all. Nothing to do with nothing. Climate change. No. It has nothing to do with war. It has nothing to do with oppressive leaders. No, it's it's Netflix, and I've been a subscriber since I was very very tiny, small Same. person. So used to get the DVDs in the mail. Then Same. early adopter of streaming. Hell yeah. Anything. <laughs> Oh my god, I love. I thought I remember I hope he getting just thinks Netflix. Netflix and nothing else. I remember having that, like, because I loved. What I loved doing was picking out certain actors and actresses I loved and looking up them online and seeing all the movies they've been in, their whole filmography, and then going through and like, getting like seeing each movie. And the fact that I could now get, literally get any movie on someone's filmography was crazy to me. Yeah, it's wild. Like, just in the mail in a couple days, that blew my mind. That was so cool. You youngins don't understand. Now you can just go on iTunes, buy any fucking movie for three ninety nine. That was not the case in... Netflix through the mail was a better deal. It was awesome. Because you could get literally any film. Now you are so much more limited. Yeah. And well, they stopped doing the DVDs, right? No, no, no. I have... I was subscribed to the DVDs still in 2018. Like, I... I wasn't subscribed throughout the whole, like, all the years, but I sometimes resubscribe, and then I cancel it, and I resubscribe, because you could just add it onto your streaming. It's just, like, another yeah. eight ninety nine or something, and so I, sometimes I add it on. It depends on, like, how busy I am, the time of year, like, what's going on, because sometimes I'll be like, oh, I'm just going to, like, watch more Netflix, or I'm just going to watch more, or I'm going to go to the theater more, but then other times I'm like, oh, I really want this specific DVD because I want the special features or something. Yeah. That's really, but the other thing that always happens, like one of the reasons why I canceled the DVDs in the last few months is because so often they're scratched uh -oh. and it's like you get so pumped to watch it and then you put it in and it's like, and then you have to go on the website and complain and write the thing and then they send you another one and then you, you know, it's like, it feels like 1990 or something. They're movie passing, yeah. <laughs> They're making their service so terrible that you just quit it. Yeah, and I'm not even saying that it's so bad or anything like that. Cause, but that that has happened like multiple times. So, but I still love it, and I I still think it's great. And it reminds me of when I was, because Blockbuster also used to have a a DVD mail-in service. It's actually even better than Netflix because you could bring your mail DVD to Blockbuster, exchange it for a DVD in the store. And then you would get, so you would get a new movie right away, but then you'd also be getting a new one in the mail. Oh, wow, that's sick. And at one point, I was... Blockbuster's sick. They were on the cutting <sighs> edge of everything. I loved Blockbuster. I wish it was still around. But, yeah, so at one point, I was subscribed to Blockbuster and Netflix, and I was getting, like, movies constantly. <laughs> Didn't have a lot going on in my life at that time, so... That sounds like all you need in your life. Yo, I got such a cinema education that way. Yeah, same. Streaming taught me cinema. <sighs> we love movies, everybody. So I guess that's it. Do yep. you have any, any final thoughts on the Oscars? Nah, watch the Oscars. There's no host. Um, it's going to be ass. But <laughs> if you guys like say shit on Twitter afterwards, then they might listen. Who knows? Because they're looking to get new viewership. This has been a really strange and unpredictable uh, Oscar season. It's been confusing it's been upsetting it's been an outrage 
everyone, but I would love it if there are some upsets. Let's get some surprises. I'm down for some surprises. Yes. All right, everybody, thank you for listening. Stay tuned. We're going to start doing 2019 episodes. So please uh, send us some emails to moviescinemafilmpodcast Podcast. <laughs> at gmail.com for some requests for films to do or DM us on the Instagram. Hell yeah. Or just hit us up. And if there are films coming out that you want us to do, we'll do them. Um, if there's like a streaming film that just got released that you're like, wow, this is really cool, uh, send it our way. Uh, please comment, like, subscribe, whatever. Do it all, and we love you. Thank you so Rate. much for listening. And we'll, we'll thank. Oh, let me just. I can't believe I forgot. Thank you so much to Bradley Cooper and Rami Malek, and good luck at the Oscars, guys. We love you. Also, thank you to Heather for just being so wonderful. Thank you. He- we didn't do a Heather. Se- okay, quick Heather segment. Last night was the Rhino Show. Heather was as usual fantastic and should be an oscar nominee this year don't know why she isn't uh yeah she'll be on snl for like six years and then go off and win her oscar yeah it's gonna be sad that she'll leave us but maybe we'll work professionally in the future Mm -hmm. um also rhino comedy has a bar up and running baby beer and wine (sighs) and prosecco and sangria whoa daddy sounds like a lot of good drinks yeah i'll be (laughs) serving them up so we'll have there I'm and we so also stole yes. I'm so happy that you just said "Whoa, Daddyo" and it's recorded. <laughs> You're gonna cut it out and isolate it. I love it. It's my new ringtone. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much. We hope you enjoy the Oscars. Also, we have the show Saturday. The Mutts. Oh, come see us. Come see the Mutts. February 23rd, 8 p.m. 8 p.m. And then there's a jam afterwards. Beer and wine. Mm-hmm. Get drunk. Laugh listen to us do some characters we're gonna be so funny peace this has been a rhino comedy production find us on instagram at rhinos underscore r underscore funny rhinocomedy.com rhino comedy on facebook and live comedy every Friday and Saturday night at 96 Lafayette Ave in Suffern, New York.